Keeping Up with Jones, the Lonnie Jones podcast adventure, is sponsored by SJL General Contractors. SJL General Contractors is licensed in both Alabama and Tennessee. This family-owned business provides mass grading, storm drainage, sewer and concrete improvement, asphalt paving, erosion control, demolition, and heavy hauling. If you're in need of any of these services, you can contact them at 931 933-4660. That is 931-433-4660. If you'd like to be employed by this family-owned company, three W's and a dot, sjnl.com, www.sjnl.com. I was on top of a 45-foot rappel tower. I was at Berry College in the summer of 1996. We were working with the International Olympic Youth Camp. While everybody was in Atlanta doing the Olympics, there were students from 157 different representations, and they were attending the youth camp, and I had been invited to be one of the instructors. I was in charge of the rock climbing and rappelling tower, and I was on top of the tower and was surrounded by students. I was explaining the actions that were about to take place. I was standing in front of a young man. He was standing with his face toward me. I took a figure eight descender and I made a bite in the rope, went through the large opening at the top and went around the connecting side on the bottom and said, you take your rope and you feed it into your rappel device. The young man looked at me and said, oh, oh yes. I clipped it to his harness. I said, you clip this into the belay loop of your harness. And he looked at me and said, oh, oh yes. I said, then you close the carabiner and you squeeze check it. Ha, ha, yes. You put your right hand behind your back on the rope and you squeeze your fist. Ha, ha, yes. I said, you open your fist to slide, you close your fist to stop. He says, ha, ha, yes. And then I began to guide him toward the end of the rappel tower, opened up the gate that leads to the rappel wall, and I put my hand on his chest and pointed down, and he promptly replied, ha, ha, no. And that's when I learned that some cultures say yes, and it means I heard you, but it does not mean that I agreed with what you were saying. And this young man understood about hooking in a, a figure eight, he understood about putting your hand behind your back. He understood all the things required to repel, except he had not agreed to repel. He was not going to back off that tower. I was at another ropes course. I was working with Nathan Hicks and his group called Higher Ground USA, a nonprofit Christian adventure-based program. And we were running a group of students through, and there was a sponsor, a, a gentleman who was not part of the ropes course staff, he was just an adult supervisor with this group of kids, and he was loud and he was obnoxious. Uh, apparently, he thought this was Navy SEAL training or some kind of uh, ranger school. Uh, but he was on the ground, and he was thinking he was encouraging children, but he was screaming obnoxiously at them. At one point, it being in the early fall and me itching for bow season, I leaned way out against my tether, and this was before the days 
of saddle hunting, but I mimicked a saddle hunter and leaned back and drew my imaginary bow and waited for this gentleman to open his mouth and pretended to send a broadhead right into the power plant. Uh, Derek Horst <laughs> caught me mimicking my shot at this dude and waved a warning finger at me, and I guess I was in the penalty box before the penalty box was cool. I transitioned to my station in the couple of days that we were there, and I ended up running the launch platform of the zip line. Now, you've got to understand this zip line was built in a large hardwood tree. You had to climb up these staples that are drove driven into the tree, and you sit out on this little tiny platform. You clip into the zip line tether. You yell, is the zip line clear? Someone responds, the zip line is clear, and you slide off of the platform, and you go down in this path that's cut between the trees. It's a really cool zip line. It's a really neat setup, and uh, one of the better zip lines at a camp that I'd, I'd been on. And so I'm at the top of the platform, and, and I'm having students cycle through. And this young man is climbing the tree, and he's very tentative. In fact, he's scared to death. And there's this commanding voice coming from the ground. You can do it. You can do it. Yeah, just, just face your fear. Absorb the fear. And it's Captain Obnoxious down there. This little guy gets up on top of the platform. He looks at me, he looks down at the ground, he looks at the zip line, he says, I, I, can't, I can't do this. I talked to him a little bit, we calmed him down a little bit. He said, I, I, just, I, I just can't. And so I hooked him to a line and we lowered him to the ground. 15, 20 minutes later, same song, second verse. Here comes this little guy, Captain Obnoxious is on the ground, bellowing his ill-fated encouragement. A little guy gets out on the platform again. He's shaking. He's sweating. He's partially crying. I, I, I just, I just can't. And so we lower him to the ground again. Third time's the charm. The little guy comes up the platform. He's hooked in. I get him leaning forward and learned a trick from a Mike Quiznat on ropes courses. You get a guy to the edge of the platform. You get him to scoot out as far as he can. You get him to cross his ankles and lean forward like he's praying, <laughs> and they'll slide right off. This little guy's on the edge. He's just ready for the tipping point, and this dude is screaming down his, uh, you can do it. Just face your fear. Seize the day. And this little guy looks at me and says, Mr. Lonnie, can, can you please push me? I said, no, I, I can't push you. This is something you have to decide that you're going to do or you're not going to do. Mr. Lonnie, please push me. I, I Son, I, I can't push you. This is a challenge by choice course, and you have to make the decision. And if you don't make the decision, I'll stand up here and sit with you all day. and We'll lower you back down on the rope, but I can't push you. He said, please, Mr. Lonnie, I've got to go down this zip line. My, my dad is watching me. Yeah, his dad was Mr. Obnoxious. His ego wrapped up in what this boy was willing to endure. I, I think he meant well. I think he thought he was doing a good job as an encouraging parent, but... 
he was bellowing nonsense and didn't understand anything about facilitation, encouragement, or motivation. I really do think that he was going to go home and feel embarrassed if his son wasn't Rambo. But this young man is sitting on the edge, literally the tipping point of what he considered a life and death decision. And the only thing that he could think of is, hey, my, 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 my dad is watching me. And I just need your help to help me look brave. I just need your push. And I'll never tell my dad you pushed me and you don't tell my dad you pushed me, but I'll ride the zip line and, 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 and dad will be pleased. His dad will never be pleased. You see, there are people in, in, in our lives that have these agendas for us to fulfill. And if we don't fulfill those agendas, then they somehow feel cheated. They don't think about what they're doing to us. They don't think about what they're demanding of us, and they don't really care about our feelings or our safety or our security. It's all about them. And, and yes, I could have pushed this young man off, and no one would ever know it but me and him. But it wouldn't have solved the problem with his dad. Side note. The greatest gift you can ever give your children is let them know that you're comfortable with who they are and and let them know that you're comfortable with who they are not. And once a person can be comfortable with who they are and with who they're not, and they can be compassionate to themselves, they can be compassionate toward others. I wonder what decision... It is that you have to make. And, and your father is not, is not screaming and yelling. Your father is not trying to live vicariously through you. He's, your father is trying to live in you and wants you to live in him. And sometimes as you sit on the edge of that decision... Your father may be whispering, please don't. Just don't. Just turn away. Turn around. Walk away. Climb down. Don't be near that edge. And then sometimes your father is pleading, please do. Go ahead. Make a commitment move. Decide to do what you need to do. Decide to do what is right. But it has nothing to do with what's good for him. It has everything to do with what's good for you. And I don't know what decision it is you're making. Sometimes you say yes to things. Ha, oh, oh yes. And, and, and you didn't know you really agreed to the whole package. And before you know it, it's it's too late to say, ha, oh, oh, ha, oh, ha, no. And, and once you've been selfish... You've said yes to the fact that people won't trust you. Or once you've told that first lie or been deceptive, you've said yes to the ramifications and the consequences that come with them. There are some choices that, that, 
even though you there's no choice you can make that can't be forgiven, but there are choices where the consequences can't be undone and they're lifelong. And sometimes those consequences can be eternity. So be careful what you say yes to. Because sometimes when we say yes to something, we, we don't realize what all we're saying yes to. But then at the same time, when you are sitting on the edge and you're about to tip forward and make a decision, and once you start down a zip line, you're going to the end of it. It's not one of those things that you stop in the middle and you can't undo it. You can't redo it. It's done. You can climb the platform and climb down and climb the platform and climb down. But once you go over the edge, you're over the edge and you go to the end to the end of the ride, the ride will end. And so when you sit there on the edge of a decision, and it may be that you're begging your friends to help you, it may be that you're begging someone to give you an initial push, it may be that you're trying to overcome a fear, or you're trying to make yourself do something that you know you should, or keep yourself from doing something that you shouldn't. Really, the major factor in that decision to do or not to do to be or not to be this way maybe the major factor in that decision should be a healthy perspective and that healthy perspective is simply that your father is watching Keeping up with Jones, the Lonnie Jones podcast adventure. I am your host, Lonnie Jones. My wife Jackie and I moved to the city of Huntsville in 1986 for me to be a youth and family minister. I have been a minister since 1980. I have served in this community as a police chaplain assigned to a SWAT team since 1992. And I've been in private practice as a licensed professional counselor since 1998. I'm also an adventure educator and an avid outdoorsman. I dabble in rock climbing and I goof around with Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Our life has been full of many wonderful experiences and some just outright adventures. I used to write about those things in a little church bulletin article. So now instead of asking you to read those things, we're just going to talk about them in our podcast. And as we talk about them, we're going to talk about the facts. The facts lead to concepts, and the concepts lead to application. One caveat about the facts is, for the most part, we're going to tell you the facts just as they happened. But every now and then, we're going to tell you the way other people have told us they remember it happening with a little bit of embellishment. It's all good, clean, fun, and for educational purposes. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy Keeping Up with Jones.